arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and I am pleased to be joined with Jessica Mallow Gully and Kim Shaw. Jessica is with the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. She's their Executive Director, and Kim Shaw is the Arts Council's Program Director. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. So excited to be here. It's a big day. It's a huge day, huge day for both the Arts Council and the Symphony. Um, before we get started talking about today, though, I'd love to talk a little bit about the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra itself. But before we get to that, Jessica, what's your favorite morning beverage? Well, I have to start every beautiful summer day with an iced Americano, maybe a little bit of oat milk, just for a little bit of sweetness, right? All right. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> caffeine is definitely a must in the morning. Especially on big days like this. Exactly. <laughs> so the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra is 100 years young, and um, you've been with the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra for the last four years now, Almost, correct? Four, Almost years. four years. Wow. <laughs> so what can you tell me about what you could attribute to the success of the Kalamazoo Symphony being in our community for 100 years? Absolutely. Well, we wouldn't be here without the incredible community around us that lifts up and supports the symphony and has for more than a century at this point. There's such a love of arts and culture and music in Kalamazoo and this part of Southwest Michigan and really playing a role in that, you know, to help lift up our community in return has been such a joy. But without the people and, of course, the incredible musicians that bring the music to the stage, some of our musicians now more than 50 years playing with this orchestra. Oh, my goodness. So the people really make the world go around for the KSO. Yeah, I would say so. That is, um, that's actually pretty amazing. It is. Yeah, <laughs> quite, a, quite a talent in our community and in our region and uh, to be able to, it, it speaks to um, the culture, I think, of the symphony yeah. as well for people to want to come back every year for 50 years. Absolutely. We have had a lot of celebrations since our 100th. A few members have retired, but really sure. we have such a wonderful group of musicians that make it happen. Yeah. And for the past few years, you've returned to outdoor summer concerts. Uh, the one tonight being in Bronson Park, which you've also performed at the Gilmore Car Museum. Can you talk about how performing in these locations is a little bit different than, say, Miller Auditorium? <laughs> of course. Well, it almost couldn't be more different, but the thing being in common, which is that all of, all of the great music that we bring to the stage is similar no matter where we're bringing it. But the conditions of the outside world do sometimes present some challenges in how we can navigate making the art and the music that we bring the, the best that it can be. So probably like you with other concerts in the park, we're watching for weather yes, or yes, smoke conditions, mm -hmm. as we all are. Mm -hmm. um, things like lighting and temperature, of course. You know, we have very delicate instruments, and we want to make sure it's not too cold or too hot. But we all know that being outside in Michigan is just the most 
glorious thing in the summer. And <laughs> yeah. we really work so hard to be able to bring these opportunities. Um, I think the last thing is in the case of Bronson Park, there already is a beautiful big stage that we can use. Uh, and at places like the Car Museum where we performed in the past, we do have to build that stage a lot of the time from the ground up. And what an undertaking right. to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And for tonight's concert, uh, we have something special. Kim, can you talk about the food trucks that will be there? Yay. I would love to. Um, yes, we're so excited to continue to grow this excellent um, program. And that uh, means that we will have some food trucks available this evening. They'll be ready to go starting at 6.30 as you come in and get uh, your seats all set up. We have uh, Teresa's Kitchen, which is a favorite um, that will be showcasing authentic Mexican food. We have the Gourmet Garden, which is an artisan uh, creation. We, We also have Little Dogs and Hamburgers which uh, feels right in line with our patriotic event. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I know that there's a dessert truck, but it's a surprise for now. So you'll have to come and see what it is. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So 6.30, because this is actually a 7.30 concert tonight in Bronson Park. It's Saturday instead of Sunday. So those of you that are diehard Concerts in the Park fans, we are not on a Sunday this year. We're on a Saturday so that you can kick off your um, uh, Independence Day weekend in style with the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. In fact, we used to celebrate Independence Day with the symphony outside. Mm -hmm. There was something that happened, I think, uh, maybe 15, 20 years ago. And um, we've since stopped that tradition, but you started it back up a couple of years ago, Jessica. Yeah, I mean, everybody has been talking about how great it is to, to do outdoor concerts, to be outside in Michigan this time of year. And when COVID hit and there was all of this uncertainty about when would it be safe to gather inside again, what a perfect opportunity to both listen to our wonderful community and respond and say, let's do it. And so thank you, Kristen, and, and leading the Arts Council and helping us bring back our relationship here in Bronson Park for the first time in 10 years in 2021 when Mm -hmm. we did our first restart of this great series together. Hard to believe this will be our third time doing it and we had what nearly 3,000 people with us last summer for this amazing night but it has been a long part of the symphony's uh, tradition to go and tour around communities outside. Many of you might remember the Starry Nights concerts of course fondly so a little bit of all of the above has created this new way we do the summertime series and thanks for bringing us back out well sure thanks for coming back out i know that it it, um there's a lot of logistics involved like you had mentioned with the temperature and making sure that we're not ruining instruments right um just for one concert but um appreciate all of the extra effort to come out to bronson park tonight at 7 30 6 30 for food 7 30 for the concert um can you talk a little bit about what we will be hearing and i understand that you have a guest um, conductor with you. We do. He has been now with the Detroit Symphony as their assistant conductor for the last year, Nazir McFadden, a vivacious, bright
bright young man. We're so excited to have him on the podium with the KSO for the first time. It's going to be a really beautiful night of music, similar to what folks may have heard in the past, but always a little bit different. We've added some things this year, like Casey at the Bat, a little bit of jazz, and, and a wonderful narrator, uh, David Little, will be joining us on that work. But we have a brand new arrangement of Lift Every Voice and Sing that mm. we've played now a couple of times. It's just a gorgeous arrangement of this work. Um, other marches that you would know at the Armed Forces Salute, a beautiful opportunity to recognize our servicemen and women who would be joining us in the park as well. God bless America, and we cannot not have the 1812 Overture from Tchaikovsky, not with real cannons, unfortunately, right? Uh, actually, I <laughs> think that might be okay. <laughs> great. We'll, of course, have great cannon sounds to join us at the end for a just bombastic ending to a fantastically beautiful night outside. Yes, absolutely. Um, Kim, where can we find out about um, this concert and other concerts? Yeah, you can find out about all of our Summertime Live uh, programs on our website, KalamazooArts.org. You go to the Programs tab, you'll be able to choose from a variety of things to look up and find information for all your summer events. Um, you can also check out our Facebook page or on Instagram um, to get all the current events on our um, outdoor music series. Great, and that's a great place to check uh, about weather and, and potential delays that we might have. Absolutely. Um, due to the smoke or rain or what have you. But uh, we're, we're, we're fingers are crossed for tonight. Um, looking ahead from tonight, Jessica, where can we find out about other activities that um, the symphony is involved in? Yeah, we have on KalamazooSymphony.com. There's a community events page on our website. And all of our free, incredible summer events, big and small, are out there on our website for people to explore. From instrument petting zoos, you can find around the community a free opportunity to bring your kids or anybody to play on some instruments, try them out. Uh, we also have a number of musical storybooks for kids that'll be around um, also in Three Rivers. And then our big other concert this summer is on July 28th at the Radisson. It's a KSO by Candlelight. So come see our mm. string quartet in a new light for some upbeat music, a beautiful night, kind of the end of July there. But KalamazooSymphony.com and tonight's concert is actually free. So That's no right. tickets needed to show up and join us all for this fantastic evening. That's right. Uh, thank you for reminding us of that. Yes, tonight's concert is free. Um, it's, that's amazing because we, we know that it's not free for either one of us to produce this concert, um, especially not the symphony, but you have managed this. Um, so thank you for making it a priority in our community to bring uh, patriotic pops to us. Well, likewise, we're so grateful for your partnership in making this possible for us to do You know, our third year going. I hope as we continue to grow this, maybe we can continue to add more, you know, more elements that our community would look to see in this big celebratory night together. But we're really just grateful to make this possible, and it's something that people have told us they really love, so we work really hard to be able to do that. Exactly, exactly. All right. I've been speaking with with Jessica Malagulli, uh, the executive director of the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra, and Kim Shaw, the program's director for the Arts Council. Thank you both for your time today, and see you tonight. Thank you so much, Kristen. We'll see you later. We're excited. Yeah, me too. Thank you. 
Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo wants you to know that summertime is here, and that means the arts moves to the great outdoors. Check out all the wonderful summer concert series and programs being offered in our local communities through Summertime Live on the Arts Council's website, kalamazooarts.org. Or visit the Art Hop page to see what's in store next for this one-of-a-kind program. At the Arts Council, they always strive to make innovative and creative expression an everyday occurrence. And thanks to their members, there are so many things to see and do in and around Kalamazoo. Take advantage of all that summer has to offer, including Kalamazoo's unmatched arts scene, by visiting the Arts Council online at kalamazooarts.org. That's kalamazooarts.org. You'll be glad you did. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly serving Kalamazoo and helping to amplify the arts in our community since 1966. This is WKZO. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Well, good morning. Welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And we're back this morning with uh, Grace Tyson, who is an artist, songwriter, and performer. And she's going to be performing at the Haymarket Plaza. I also have Kim Shaw um, is back with us, our program's director. And we're going to be talking about music in the plaza. But before we get to all of that, Grace, welcome. Hi, good morning. What is your favorite morning beverage? Definitely espresso with oat milk. Okay. Yeah, it makes morning. I don't like mornings, but it makes it <clears throat> worthwhile. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that makes sense. You have something to look forward to. Yes. Yeah, and the espresso hopefully get gets a me a little, yeah, mm. wakes me up. I can get on board with that. <laughs> How about you, Kim? Uh, coffee, and I do like a little something sweet in it, some creamer. And I agree about something to look forward to sometimes in the evenings. I even think about how I'm going to wake up and have coffee the next day, and I get excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. right? right? It's got to be good coffee, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. To get us out of bed. <laughs> it does. It, it, it can be a little disappointing when you get, get to that cup, and it's just not. So before we get to your story, Grace, Kim, can you give us, in a nutshell, what is an after-hop concert? Absolutely. Um, an after-hop concert um, happens. Um, we have three planned for this year. So on July 14th is our next art hop. And um, this concert takes place in the heart of the Haymarket Plaza at 7.30. And if you haven't been to the Haymarket Plaza, it's a little hidden gem in our downtown that's right out of around the corner of Michigan Avenue and Edwards um, behind the Traystar building there and the, the, the social club and the parking garage to the Catalyst building. So it's right in that little spot. And um, it's 7.30 to 9. And so as you're downtown uh, going to all of the art hop events, you may start to hear the music and you just follow the sound. Come find <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So it's literally after art hop. So it is... It is yes, it is. Hop. Okay, fantastic. Grace, how long have you been performing? Um, honestly, I, sort of my whole life, but seriously, as a, under my name, Grace Tyson, really only the last three years. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, what kind of genres of music have you been performing? Yeah, so I grew up listening to a lot of blues, a lot of singer-songwriter like Patty Griffin, Emmylou Harris. Um, so our band is a little bit of a mix of Americana blues, and now we have Carolyn Keeble as our drummer. So it's also a little bit of world music. You're going to hear some djembe and some congas. And Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. So okay. we're kind of maybe creating a new genre. I feel excited about it. Yeah, so you just said that this is uh, really for the last two years you've been performing under your name. Yeah. Performing before, did you perform with other bands? Did you? No, I did a lot of, um, I lived down in Nashville, but I was running a nonprofit for 10 years. So I was on the other side of the music industry, booking artists, booking venues. So still putting out music under my name, but didn't do a lot of performing. Mm -hmm. This past two, three years has been the first time I've ever really even had a band, led a band. So I've learned a lot. <laughs> what what led you to um, to performing in general? I mean, what, yeah. what was it something that you did as a kid, or I'm more like uh, my parents voluntold uh, okay. us? I'm I'm the youngest <laughs> of five, so we all sort of had to. We went to a kind of like a performing arts school growing up. Um, oh honestly, I hated it. I'm really shy. <laughs> like I'm very introverted. I love my alone time, and so I did not love it in the beginning. I'm learning to like it now, okay. but I love it now because of my band. Um, can't say it's something I would choose to do I, by myself. I gotcha. Yeah. And you have a, a quite a busy um, performance schedule. You were supposed yeah. to play in Haymarket Plaza, or you're going to play in Haymarket Plaza. You were supposed to do Beats on Bates. Yeah. There, you had some other concerts coming up. I know that a couple things got canceled because of the horrible yeah. smoke in the air. Yeah, the air quality was bad. Um, putting air quality aside, <laughs> what is um, what's your thoughts about playing indoors versus outdoors? It depends on the temperature, honestly. Okay, right. We've had some really cold gigs outside, and we've also had some really hot ones. I like them both. I think there's benefits to both. But to be honest, I'm, I sweat a lot, and I don't love it. So <laughs> if it's really hot outside, <laughs> it makes it a little difficult. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, it's supposed to be fairly nice. I feel great about it. For the art after yeah, hop, yeah. so hopefully that'll be great. Um, you had mentioned that you spent some time in Nashville mm-hmm. performing recording but also raising funds to create awareness f- to combat uh, human sex trafficking. C- can you talk a little bit about what drew you to that cause? Yeah, so my co-founder and I, we started um, Songs Against Slavery back in 2011. Uh, we were 19, and the issue of human sex trafficking wasn't as popular. I mean, obviously people knew about it, but most people were fighting overseas. Mm-hmm. And so we learned about it. Um, I learned about it via like a news article and a news anchor who was exposing a story of a woman who was trafficked across 94. And so our thought was like, this is happening in our backyard. It's happening in every city. And, you know, 10 years ago, not a lot of people knew about it. So we use benefit concerts as a way to bring people in to learn about trafficking, but then also raise money in that city for a nonprofit that was fighting sex trafficking. Gotcha. So using the art form to hopefully bring awareness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can be a difficult topic because, uh, anytime you have the word sex in anything, obviously it, 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 um, makes some people shy away, but then you talk about the fact that there's trafficking going Mm -hmm. on in our country and people sometimes don't want to hear that that's possible for sure well and it's like no one would wants to really no one's going to really sign up to go to a conference unless you're probably like me like to learn about it yeah but everyone will go to pay to the see their favorite artist and pay a ticket and so we would put like five minutes in there of education mm-hmm. and you know have the nonprofit speak and that was a great way to still keep it light but also get people you know 
education being, I think education is the first step to eradicating any problem. So we found it as a very useful way to help combat this. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's amazing. Are you still working for that cause now when you're back up here? No. So we actually ended up um, closing down the nonprofit in 2019. And when I decided, I was like, you know what? I love this. We all, we kind of got a little burnt out. And so I wanted to start doing more performing, but still social justice is a huge part of why I got started and why I do this. Right, right. Uh, so let's talk a little bit more about the concert coming up on the 14th. You had mentioned your other bandmates. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the genres that we might be hearing? Yeah, yeah. So um, we actually, this a few months ago, um, kind of acquired the Dasha Bridges, Bridges Project Band. So, yeah, oh, we have fantastic. Corey Summers, Sarah First, uh, Carolyn Keeble, and then Adam Main has been my guitar player for the last two years. So it's kind of a combination of you're going to hear violin, bass. Um, obviously, Carolyn plays a ton of different instruments. So it's a little bit of blues, a little bit of Americana, a little bit of grunge, uh, okay. a little bit of jazz. It's kind of a lot of everything. Yeah. So um, original music yes. covers it all or mostly original? Mostly original, a few oh, cool. covers. Okay. We'll sprinkle a little prints in there for people. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Nobody, nobody needs to be mad at that, right? No. That's fantastic. So um, you just mentioned Dasha Bridges, and yeah. not everybody knows who she was. Yeah. So to be honest, actually, I never met Dasha. I moved yeah. back right when she had passed, but um, she was a powerhouse uh woman in this community who was originally, I think she was from Germany as well. And so she was a pop star some other places and came back to Kalamazoo and um, started this all female band and they were killing it. And uh, she unfortunately passed away from a heart aneurysm in 2019. And so, yeah, it's been awesome to sort of continue to carry on her message of raising awareness about females in the music industry. And just, there's still a huge gap uh, between men and women and, you know, really men in any other gender or how people identify. And yeah. so we're just yep. trying to keep this train rolling and having four out of five band members be women is a huge win for me. Um, it's been awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. So where can we find out more about you and your band yeah, so it's just at Grace Tyson Music, T-H-E-I-S-E-N, or just gracetyson.com. Great. And Kim, where can we find out about the After Hop? Well, you can find out about the After Hop on our website, which is www.kalamazooarts.org. If you go to the Programs tab, there are many things to choose from, but if you uh, follow on there for Art Hop, you can learn more, or if you keep up in the socials on uh, Facebook or Instagram, you can see updates on our After Hop concert and uh, some of that information to help you get there. All right, fantastic. Well, uh, Grace, thank you so much for being on this morning. Kim, you as well. Appreciate you both. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking some time this morning to join us on the Creative Cafe. We have enjoyed telling you a little bit about who we are as an arts council and what we do in the community. Arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, we've been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. In the past five years alone, we have provided benefits to 585 individual artists and arts organizations, granted $865,000 to just under 400 grant recipients, 
Artisans produce 10 unique programs that serve artists and have collaborated on 23 separate fiscal sponsorships and community projects, many of which are still in existence and serving our community. All this with an average staff size of 6 to 8 in any given year. Small but mighty. That's the Arts Council. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer.